know what time it is. It's time for another weekly dose of your favorite nostalgia. And let's go. Scenes with sisters. Scenes with sisters. You're listening to Scenes with sisters. You're tuned in to Scenes with sisters. Come on. Scenes with sisters. We chopping it up chopping about it up. 90s movies and current stuff. Current let's talk stuff. about good relationships and ones that suck. Uh, a lot to talk about in general, so let's discuss. Let's we got discuss. Nikki and Kwanisha and that's on that. That's on and that. we streaming on Spotify and that's on Facts. This foreign shit. I ain't have shit on my brother, man. I ain't got no brother. Hey, extras! Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Scenes with Sisters. I am Kwanisha, joined by my sister Nikki. (laughs) Happy New Year and all of that. Happy New Year! Back like we never left. I mean, we left a long time ago, though. Like it feel like. Like we never left. Hope y'all's holidays and all of that was what uh popping and all of that. Um, here's to a prosperous 2022. Yes. Okay. Um, everybody get money. Okay. Everybody. Starting off a little fishy, but we're trying to work with you now. And unironically, I wore my Amaru for everybody black shirt today. I didn't even mean to do that, but hey, I am. Let's All day, go. every day. May 2022, your year. Black history year. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into our moment in the spotlight, um, we do have to say rest in peace to Sydney Portier. Rest in peace, man. 2022 coming out. So who Sydney Portier is. Raging in the sun. Yes, we're coming to dinner. If you don't know who he is, look him up. If you don't know who he is, why? Why? Because I've had somebody tell me that he's Sydney Portier. I had somebody ask me that he's Sydney Portier. I said, come on now. I'm not even about to do your nails. You can go away. No, for real. I wanted to break her nail. You should have. <laughs> like, you should have put them on so that they nail. fall off. And we're not even going to say your name, Rick. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you should have definitely gave press on vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, girl, stop playing. I don't know who Sydney Portier is. I was a little hurt when I found out. Um, I was too. But if he went on peacefully, I was like, yeah. that was the good part because yeah. he lived a long, great life. Like, they broke down some doors and all that. Definitely. Come on, Oscars. Come on, Oscars. all up. Um, but again, RIP to Sydney Fortier. And now we're going to take a moment in the spotlight to get these birthdays. So today is January 9th, Sunday, January 9th. Today, birthday, we have Amari Hardwick. Teach me a game, Ghost. I know that's Ghost from Power. <laughs> that's not all he is. I'm about to say, right? I don't even want to say that for color girl's role he played in. Oh, no, that's not even what popped into my mind. See? Uh-oh. See? See, he got, a, he got a lot of stuff out here. Mine was um, Nobody's Fool. Yeah, I loved him in there. And I just watched that like two days ago. I loved him in there. That's what popped into my head. That is a movie, though. Yes. Sean Paul. 
Shonda Paul. Yeah. Hey, let's Rupert. give me the light. Yeah. I don't know him. Bianco. Okay. Canadian. Okay. He's playing on blackish. Charlie. Brownish. Something <laughs> yeah. else, too. He out here. This he night. out here, yes. And he do a lot of stand-up. <laughs> Muggsy Bo. Okay. He's a retired basketball player. I have no idea. We're going to say, okay, I'm going to guess. The Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Was it right? No. <laughs> Moving on. You look like take the Wizards or something. Okay. Girl, not the Wizards. Mugsy. <laughs> you got you. He, he was short. Stop trying to tell these he people. He was one of the shortest players. Stop I know that. <laughs> tell these people okay. with, where these people play and you don't know. I'm not sure, I'm not sure who he played with, you guys, okay? I just know he was one of the shortest basketball players. He played on Space Jam. He was on Space Jam. He was the shortest one. <laughs> <laughs> we had Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. We love Chad. I love Chad. He played for the Bengals. <laughs> I know that. That's true. And Matthew knows. Beyonce daddy. Beyonce's father and former manager. <laughs> Blue Eyed Ivy's granddad. Not Blue Ivy's granddad. You're an idiot. <laughs> January 10th, we have George Foreman. Y'all know the boxer. The grill. <laughs> In addition to the grill and other things that he has made, <laughs> like nine kids with the name. Man, how you do that? Mm-hmm. No, somebody's gonna steal somebody's number. They all got the same name. Credit for them. Somebody, it's a, it's gonna, it's always, it's always one that mess up. It's gonna be one. So <laughs> he gonna be possessing his way through some stuff. Number five did it. Right. <laughs> that fifth one, it's something about that one in the middle. <laughs> they always mess up. Don't blame us. We didn't do a thing. <laughs> January 11th, we have Luciano Martinez. Hey, Lou. Lou. My baby. That's my best story. Yes, we love Mary. I don't care and what she, she plays, says. Um, on Power as of now also. My she's name. coming out with new music. Mary been hitting it. <laughs> Kim Cole. Hey. Oh, girl. Yeah, she's um mm-hmm. played Sinclair on Living Single. Woo woo woo. She's playing on House of Other Stuff too. Asia Naomi King. Yeah. I feel like How to Get Away with Murder, maybe. Yeah, she did. Hey. She's playing on How to Get Away with Murder with Malika. Mm-hmm. Little Twist. Hey. He was part of Young Money. January 12th. Yeah, Miss Issa Rae. Come on, Issa. Yes, love Issa. With my I'm Ruth and everybody black shirt. I'm with your I'm Ruth and everybody Come black. Come on, Issa. Yes. She's the star and writer and producer of Insecure. Yeah. Um, Sweet Life. It's a new reality show on she, HBO. Yeah, she's a producer for that. She did love Bars on Netflix, which was hilarious. Well, yes. A Marie. Okay. Raekwon, the rapper. And Zaytoven. Hey. 
Beethoven. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some sound effects this season. We're getting some this year. Yes. This year, we're going to have a sound effect button. We're coming back. January 13th. We got Spank. Hey. Damn, happy birthday, Spank. We got Shonda Ron. Yes, come on, Shonda Ron. Yes. All this black excellence. Come on. Okay, she Capricorn. She is the writer, creator of Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and a host of other shows that we love. Amen. Janet Hubert. Come on, I'm Viv. I'm Viv. Yes, not Auntie Vivian. I'm Viv. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Viv, bro. <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Come on, it's the I took a shot before this, y'all. It's kicking me. In. It was Jack. I shouldn't have did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a big one. Why did I do that? January uh, um, 14th, we have a little Cool J. Hey, they love Cool J. Come on, Todd. I'm gonna say Todd. <laughs> Come on, Todd Smith. He was in the house. We just did in the house pod. Couple episodes, Couple episodes back. back. Yeah. Don't, don't listen. Uh huh. Deepest bluest. Yes, he's in the house <laughs> of movies and shows, and he still looking his lips right now with his one pant leg up <laughs> and a kango. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got the bucket hat. Mama said, "Knock you out." Slick Rick. Hey, come on. Y'all know Slick Rick. He's a rapper. Come on, Uncle Ricky. Evelyn Braxton. That's the Braxton mom. The Tony. matriarch. Yes. Tony, Tamar, Trina, Wanda, Wanda Tracy, Tracy. <laughs> Michael. It is Michael. <laughs> and we have Carl Weathers. He was a football player. <laughs> and he was Creed on Apollo. That's Rob. Remember it from. It was the question in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> he was a football player? <laughs> That's what they say he was a football player, but I know him as Creed. <laughs> so we're going to take there. We're going to take it. You know, he played football for a little while. Not for a little while. And January 15th, we have Regina King. Come on. She played in everything. <laughs> Friday, she played in. Well, I said scary movie, not scary movie. Boondocks. Yes, she was um Riley and Huey's voice in the Boondocks. Uh, Boys in the Hood. She had a little small role. <laughs> she was in Boys in the Hood. She was a little sassy one that he called, called out her name. <laughs> uh, Higher learning. Thin line between love and hate. Come on, we're not gonna run down all her credits because then we'll be I was just trying to think of when we did because I remember we just did yeah. with her. But most recently, she was in um, crap, what was the name of that movie? With her and Idris Elba. With the, with the cowboy? Yes. Crap. What was it? I watched it. What was it? I don't remember. I don't watch it. But <laughs> I don't remember. Said it was good. It was so. good. Um, yeah. At show. Show the lane. Hey. We have Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. birthday. Period. And the junior. Doctor. Because y'all be uh, talking about this man like y'all know him and y'all don't. Y'all don't. Y'all be like Martin Luther King. Like, y'all don't know him. Who is that? The daddy? That's his daddy. Anyway. Right. Y'all don't know him. He is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Period. Put it together, y'all. Put some respect on his name. 
And that are that is all the birthdays for this week. Happy birthday to everybody and those who are coming up. Yes. Happy all birthday. Y'all kicked off the kick off. Kicked off. Okay, y'all broke the dough down. They do not play when they come through. Bust the dough in. But we gonna still like let y'all have y'all season, and then we gonna move y'all on out the way. We gonna skip over the next season, but we gonna let (laughs) y'all. But anyway, they can't make it scared. Karen called me every day about this birthday, girl. Two weeks, two. Don't bother me with these mediocre problems, Karen. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into our episode for this week. Um, Nikki decided to pick the topic for this week, and she decided we're going to start off with a banger. a banger. So, with that being said, we will be talking about boys in the hood. I know I am with those. Because the boys in the hood are always hard. Okay. So... <laughs> I ain't gonna do this with you. I'm not doing it because I almost did it. I'm like, no, it, nope, nope, right. not about to do it. But that's the best part. You got to. Okay, no. <laughs> um. So when the movie starts, we see a group of kids like walking to school, and they like, I was just like baffled at how desensitized they was to like. The violence that was going the on all around them. Yeah, like, was just like, she was like, Y'all heard the gunshots last night? I'm just no, like, I was sleeping. Y'all said that. Like, did you watch the new episode of Martin that came out or something? Like, what? Yeah. The- uh, that's what they talking about. Like, y'all heard them gunshots last night? Everything that they said. Like, did you see this? Did you hear that? Did you want to see this? It was something crazy and dangerous. It was. Right. Crenshaw. Um, that's how y'all get now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. Right now. Um, but then we also get to see Trey in his class. He like super smart, but he right. also is super arrogant. Yeah, come with the territory. But no, I feel like honestly, you know how it is when kids like advanced in a class and they bored. And they bored. They gonna get in trouble because they bored. They don't got nothing that's yeah. like stimulating their mind. Like that. Okay. <laughs> they don't have anything that's stimulating their mind. The teacher thought she was putting him on blast. Talk to it's just their mouth. Yeah. They just talk too much and then they know a lot and so they just just want to tell you and the teacher thought she was putting him on blast uh somebody you want to teach the class and he was like yeah yeah sure do definitely want to teach you give me the stick <laughs> but why you hit that boy with that stick about, what's the <laughs> don't stand up what you thought <laughs> you're gonna stand up for me you ain't you about to get smacked with it oh you want to get smacked yes um trying to talk stuff about my daddy yes i got it daddy <laughs> then of course he gets in trouble he gets home and teachers calling his mom which that conversation pissed me off because don't play with me exactly do not play with me somehow do i have a job it's something going on she's like oh you got a job oh something going on oh my goodness she got a daddy right she like um what? i don't think charlie's gonna be coming back because he's going to stay with his daddy she's like oh oh his father girl girl don't don't play with me don't play with me miss white lady i slap you you don't even know we're talking about my son you want to get to this what you know miss uh, miss ma'am because you don't gotta have no more than what you got right you don't gotta don't have, all you need me. is a bachelor's ma'am i know don't talk to me um i would have dogged her though like i really would have dogged that teacher i would but that's what they want you to do and she would have got it that's what they- 
Do what you mean. I'm gonna give you what you want. Like don't play That's with me. Saying, no. Don't call my phone. Like, call you talking about that. And will be. And will be. I was angry at that time. And then know. I'm gonna come up to that school and ask the ass. Because don't call my house trying to challenge me and my parenting. Like you exactly. don't know what's, going, don't know on what's going on over here. Like I said, I work and I go to school. Like the hell. He, he getting good grades. I'm about to say that he's getting good grades. Y'all just worried about his mouth and him beating up other kids. Well, and also, if your curriculum was up to par, he wouldn't be bored getting in trouble. Bored. Exactly. So you get your shit together. Don't play with me. Yeah. Then he had to go stay with his dad because he got in trouble and his mama remember his promissory note. Girl, she snatched that thing down so quick <laughs> and read it like, and read, um, like, oh, did you write this? She pulled it up like some tweets that you pulled up. Oh, is this you? That was me very much with a receipt. <laughs> oh, you ain't say what? Because on January 15th, at two oh five, this is the message that I got. And you said you gonna go stay with your daddy if you got in the month's trouble. Don't play. He didn't um, even say nothing when she passed me a note. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to say that I just love Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne together. I said that on screen. I said it. I'm like, they didn't work together no time except for, I mean, after the, um, what's love got to do with it, except for this time. And then it took them 20 years for Akili and the B. Yeah. I'm like, but they, I love them together on screen. Like, it's just like. I'll tell you what I think when we off air. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, they just got it. Like, they They just. They mesh so well. It's just like. Uh, and the bag. Yeah. It was like, they wasn't really. They did have a little back and forth, but it was just like yeah. love between them. And why did she tell him when he asked her, when you come back to get me? Oh, this is just temporary. Girl, next time we seen Trey, he was 40 and he was married and he had kids. Shut- <laughs> he was still living with That's his daddy. That's why I was thinking, I'm like, okay, if they were just switching roles, why won't you see him next weekend? Because that's what the plan was. He was getting him every weekend. So why wouldn't you get him every weekend? But then when he got older, they, and they did talk about that. He was talking he to her on the phone. Yeah, and that she was, was like, you were supposed to be coming home this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. That was the agreement. And then but you see, she, it seemed like she got her stuff together because um, baby was living up. That house was nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, Trey is 40 and got kids. And, the, and that's why I said, if I talk to him to come back, I see you got your stuff together. But at this point, like his dad said, it's up to him. Yeah. He forty. He, he was. He don't need. He don't need neither one of y'all at this point. He was. I think the baby. They were still in high school. Right. They were so bad. They said. Shut up. <laughs> I thought he was forty. <laughs> but I also loved the relationship that him and his father had because he talked to him like he was a, a young adult. Like you need he to be making. These type of choices, the choices that you make are going to affect your life moving forward. You need to make sure that you're making the right decisions for your life. And I love that because, like, don't try to tell me how to live my life. I was going to say that, too. Like, he never told him, like, don't hang around him or don't do this or don't do that. He never make his own choices and let him know, like, this ain't what you want. Yeah. That ain't what you want. And he came from very smart parents. Like, both of his parents were very smart. Yes. And they instilled that in him. So, even though he would hang with the hood dudes, like, Doughboy and them, like, he still was very smart. He would still go to school. He would make good grades. And everybody knew him to yeah. be that person. Yeah. To be that so, respectful, yeah. level-headed person. 
don't know about the level headed part. He was. That's why he ended up living with his daddy because he wasn't level headed. He had a very I'm high head. I, around the friends, he was the most level headed one. <laughs> okay, well, and when I your best friend, friend is Doughboy, <laughs> right? It's not hard to be the level headed one. <laughs> But he had a bad. But also seeing Doughboy, that, like, because him and Doughboy. Doughboy was like the hero to me in the movie. But him and Doughboy started off as best friends. Right, and then and once then Doughboy went away, he kept Rick going Rick. in and out. Then him and Ricky became best friends. Yeah. So I'm like, that makes sense. That because makes sense. they was more on the same level a little bit. Like, Ricky was worried about school. Well, not school. He was worried about sports. Sports. Yeah. So and Trey was worried about was school. But they were still both like, okay, we got to be at school. Like, obviously. Right. But, um,. <clears throat> And I also love going, yeah, going back to what you said about the way that his parents like were able to handle co-parenting in a mature way. Like it was good to see that. Like we ain't gotta have a ghetto baby mama, baby daddy drama. Like oh, he messing up. I'ma call your daddy and let him know that you messing up. He gonna get on you, right? And we gonna handle this together. Like we gonna talk about this as as your parents and about how we gonna handle this. And then that's what we gonna do. Like it ain't gotta be no back and forth or nothing like that. Like I love that because when she dropped him off, he got in the car and everything. They talked. He kissed her on the cheek. He kissed her on the cheek. I'm like, okay, okay, I. Uh, <laughs> but then you also got to see as much as we love the relationship that Trey had with his parents and how his upbringing was the complete opposite was true of how Doughboy was growing up yeah like his mom like pretty much hated him and I'm like low-key what he do to you like the first thing he came in he was brushing his hair his mom like you ain't nothing you ain't never gonna be nothing you gonna be yeah. just like your daddy your daddy want this your daddy want that he is not his daddy, and you picked his daddy. Exactly. What is you talking about? Like, dang, like, dang, calm down. Like, That's why I said she was just going in on him. Yes. For no reason. And it's like, like... You done? And he just was, like, sitting there, like, taking it or whatever, like, you done? Right. No, I ain't done, fat right. mother. Like, really? I'm like, you could tell where he was her favorite child. You could tell. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe her relationship like, with his right. dad was, like, like terrible. Maybe he passed they never said what happened to Ricky Dad and why. Yeah. His dad was like, you so good with his dad and not his dad. Yeah. Neither one of them was there. Yeah. I was like, I felt bad for him. Like, my heart was literally like breaking for double. Yeah. I'm like, this is not. Especially when it was okay. Kid, like, yeah. Like, for, and it only got worse as he got older because he kept getting in trouble. Yeah. But he kept getting in trouble because you were not showing him the love that he needed exactly. to see. Like, if you would have been and that he positive. Loved her so much. Yes. Like, if you would have been that positive influence or like person in his life that he needed like you was all he had you and his brother like that's all he had like and you being an asshole to him and now he resents his brother because he know how much you love love him him. way more than you love him so he gonna resent his brother so now they fighting like he don't have nobody for real yeah so that's why i said too and i'm like but no matter what he still had his brother back Literally, loved the heck out of his mother. Literally, like they literally fought in the front yard, and then they left. And when they took his ball, he was like, "Man, give him his ball back!" Like, he dude, did, y'all like, just fought. He fought some teenagers for his brother. Like, <laughs> got at his ass. Give my whooped. brother back his ball. I'm like, like no, that's right. I don't care. Like, that boy was the hero in this. Movie. Yeah, I love that boy for real. He was um, just like. Anytime something happened and just like his instincts or whatever, he yeah. was always aware of his surroundings, something happened. He was they were so drastically different. Like 
Doughboy definitely was the one that was like the street smart one. He was the one that was in the street life. Ricky was all he cared about was sports. He oh. was like so naive to like the game and everything that was going on around him. He ain't really paid too much attention to it, which ultimately cost him his life. I'm just gonna be honest. It is. Um, they don't do nothing. Uh, but you can also tell from then, from when they were kids. How they were going to turn out. You knew that Ricky was going to be the one that was like going off to play sports or yeah. doing something. And you knew that dope boy was going to be in the streets. You knew it. You knew it. All cops. That's somebody tell me y'all want to see a dead body and act like it's nothing. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and then we walk over there and you're like, well, you stink. Oh, yeah, that's how they did when they be there for so long. Like, it's just nothing. Like, you're just giving somebody a run now. That's like, desensitization. Oh, yeah. Like, when you see it all the if time. I would, if we would have walked past something like that, I would have been like, oh, my God, girl, come on, we got to go. <laughs> if we had now, I'm going to be like, girl, what the? Girl. Yeah, no. Where are we at? What? No. I don't even like going to look at their bodies at a funeral. At, at, thank you. Okay. And I, I damn sure ain't touching them. I couldn't even do it when I was working in healthcare and... Two of my clients died on me while I was working. I, I, ain't, I definitely ain't touching I ain't them. I back in there. No, ma'am. I'm not touching them at all. People be in the funeral touching them and stuff like, oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm like, yeah, me too, but I'm going to miss you from back here. That's why I say I don't even go view the body because I don't want to remember you in the casket. I want to remember you how I remember you. I'm going to miss you from back here. <laughs> like, I'm not touching you. They're like, I'm you ain't going right, to miss you right here. You ain't going to touch her? No. For what? I didn't touch my mama. It's cold and hard. If I didn't touch my mama, I ain't touching nobody. That's hard. <laughs> Stop playing with me, okay? Cold and hard body. No, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to know. Um, but anyway, so Doughboy, after he ended up doing that stuff to get Ricky his football back, uh, they decided he was gonna go rob the store. They got in trouble. They got caught. Police came and got him. Got them, rather. Um, and then from there it just started a spiral of Doughboy going in and out of jail. So then he ended up coming home. They had to go, barbecue I mean, a coming home party for him, a um, little barbecue. And even at the barbecue, like, I'm looking at that scene and I'm like, it is so crazy how drastically different their lives were. Like, even with them being in the same space at that barbecue, they were very much at different places. Exactly. Like Ricky over here on the grill, he got his girl and his kid. Yeah, no. Like and Doughboy over there playing dominoes in space with forties. And like I'm like, bro, they at the same place, but they not at the same place. Like it's <laughs> it was so crazy. That was my thing too. It was like his. I don't know. His mother, like you can tell, his mother loved him or had some type of love, but she just seemed like she hated. Yeah. His father, so it was just like she couldn't get over that. Cause like yeah. when things was like throwing him a barbecue. Yeah. You don't even like him. But this your son, like you can just tell when she was there, she's like, Can you please talk to him? She asked Trey that, can you please talk to Darren? Yeah. I just want him to change his life. Yeah. I want him going in and out of there still, you know? Yeah. So it was just like it was a weird dynamic, like it was very weird. It's like it was I just toxic. think she just really hated his daddy. Yeah. And, and then it was, like and she it took was, it out on him. And then she took it out on him. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> y'all know I be paying attention to stuff. So <laughs> after the barbecue, you didn't see nobody doing nothing. No, after, the cameraman or nothing. Okay, <laughs> after the barbecue, when Trey went home and he took his dad to plate, he looked at it and he said, "I know you ain't bring me no swine, yeah. did you?" Yeah. And then he opened the plate and it was ribs on there. Beef ribs. There was not beef. Beef, back, back ribs. There was not. There was beef. It was not. 
I looked, I rewinded them. They was not. Girl, look beef baby back. They was not. I'm like, them is pork ribs. Beef ribs do not look like that. Them is pork. Yeah. (laughs) Them was, I'm like, them is not beef ribs. Um, Excuse me, ma'am. Do we know that? Yes. (laughs) I rewinded it twice. I rewinded it twice. <laughs> he tell you that? No, he ain't had to tell me because I know what a, I cook enough to know what a beef rib and a pork rib look like. They don't look the same. They don't even look close to the same. Right? He was like, yeah. He was like, she couldn't have a chance. She didn't talk too much. She, talk too much. <laughs> she do talk too much. Talk a lot. She talk too much. Tell your daddy. I- <laughs> <laughs> but Why your daddy don't come play cards. No more. She talk too much. Yeah. Honestly, she's like he think he better than, I know he don't think he better than us. Uh, he is. I'm about to say he don't have to think that. <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> My daddy very educated. Okay, you saw him. He's oh, yes, like when he's bringing that baby back, or when he was bringing his dad that play, and that baby was in the street. Girl, and the car was just kept going until Trey was like, "I got her," and then he wants to try to get out the car like he was oh, about he was to do like, something. Right. You oh, good? Oh, she's real. She all right? Boy, you, you was about to hit baby. her. You was about to hit that little baby. He cussed her ass out. Get your keep your kids off the street. I ain't gonna give it a baby back with the pipe in her hand. No. <laughs> but I also said that too because it was like that in the hood back in the yeah, day. Yeah, like everybody watching out for everybody. Everybody watching yeah. out for everybody, no matter the crime, sure. no matter nothing like that. It was just like women and children were off limits. But also, and then also, they like, not one in the streets like that. Because cars coming and nobody was around. That part too. <laughs> but we also seen kids though who were. We did. So, and we made sure, like, their mama knew or somebody knew. I remember getting walked down the street. I was rode my bike in the street one time. A lady almost hit me. She walked my butt right back home. My mama like, you weren't even to be on that bike. <laughs> now you ain't got your ass. I'm away. like, dang, what? You got no with me. <laughs> I was telling that off. Oh, yeah. Head. It's the tillers. Because Marcella's got a same situation just Why like that. Why do you need to walk me back to the house? Marcella's got a situation just like that. Like, run home. Girl, listen. <laughs> Okay, brief little intermission. Uh, we coming home from school, like our school, you know, your school up the street, literally. We about right. to walk. You gotta walk. <laughs> so we coming home. It's a particular driveway on the way home that got like a real steep driveway. Like, so he always run, go up to the top of the driveway and run down. This day, he did it. He running down. I tell him, do not run down yet. It's a car coming. He runs down the driveway anyway. Runs into the street. Car almost hit him. Had to swerve to not hit him. This idiot runs straight to the house. Straight home. Follow him. (laughs) They followed him to the house. Knocked on the door and told on him. Yes. He got his ass whooped. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. Grown people come. He like it scared me. Like I was terrified. I literally thought I was about to hit him. Like I was scared. Yes. It was no way that I was not coming to tell. Imagine doing that now. Somebody would probably curse you out about that kid. Don't come to my mother's house. You followed them home. Right. Um, like. Okay, next time I'll just hit them. It's exactly. Fine. Like, and leave them in the street. Leave them in the street. You'll never know. You don't want this village. <laughs> Bye, I'm not parenting nobody's kids. Exactly. Okay? Because y'all be tripping about y'all kids. And I don't got time. And then he lied to his daddy. About being a virgin, <laughs> and that's what I said too. Because I'm like, why would he lie? I'm like, I don't know. After he smelled them, like you can smell it. <laughs> Even if it happened two months ago, like you can smell it. You smell like a virgin, right? <laughs> I ain't no virgin. That's why I say you can smell behind your ears. 
don't know. It was weird. Let me spell my son right now. So yeah, when he do have sex, I can know. No, no, you're just gonna notice a change in his behavior. That's probably what it is. Definitely gonna be a change in his behavior. Um, but then that whole scene when Ricky and Trey was together and the police pulled the bruh pulled pulled the gun out. I was like, bro. Cause it was too much. It was like it was really it was too, too much. much. Even his partner was looking at him like the white doing? man the white, exactly. looking at the black man like, like what bro. You doing? Right. Like after he had let Ricky go and everything, like what are you doing? He like, you think you tough. Like boy, you go let's just no, you, think you tough. You think because you got that gun and that badge that you somebody. Exactly. Boy, get your ass out of here. You think you're tough. Cause you hate your people. You hate yourself. Like even that part going back to that first night, to the, I hate to go back. That was the first um cop when he shot. I mean when somebody. Yeah, that's why I went. Yeah, yeah, that's why I went back because I'm like him going back. Like, oh, too bad you ain't get him. What do you mean? Somebody right. gotta be one less ignorant black mother, uh, ignorant black person on the street. Like, what do and you? Then what? I try to speak nicely to my son, and I tell my son to go in the house. Tell me what's the problem. You, you. very <laughs> much you. Thought? Well, don't even talk to my son after the things that come out your mouth. Yes. And it's the same son that you was trying to speak to. Exactly. And you don't even know. Um, but then also, Trey got a little love interest by the name of Brandy. Play by yeah. along. Um, and he was so, like, wanting to have sex with her. Like, it was ridiculous. It was sex, like, he was just so thirsty. Like, yes, very much, and she's just like, anything. I'm away for, I'm trying to wait for marriage. Like, you know, I like well, you gonna marry me? I'm gonna marry you, and then we already gonna do this. Typical, like, right? We might as well just do it and get it over with now. Like, boy, ain't no time I'm gonna marry you. Typical, and the way you acting, I am like, right. But then that was my thing though, because I'm like, you did all that time. I know we gotta be married first. We gotta be married. We gotta be married. And then you had sex with him anyway. I said that too. I'm like, you did all that, and then all he did is have to come with a little sad sob story or something had to happen for you to give up. Right? Yes. And then you got the uh, typical, of course, like gang situations yeah, where it's like Doughboy and them got beef with these dudes, and I mean they did. But it wasn't off Doughboy. I was gonna it say was Ricky because it yeah. was like, they all at the party and he bumped them. Like yeah. he already had a problem with whatever Ricky was doing. Anyway. Yeah, but remember so, before that though, they had already pulled up on um Trey. They had pulled up on Trey, put the gun out on that nigga. They did. He's in the middle of the street. Yeah, they just did that for no reason. He was standing there like with the plate <laughs> coming yeah, from the barbecue, the plate, right? And he got the key. Yeah, I remember that. And they just like, oh, lame ass. Like, and I'm like, do that make y'all cool? Like, I never understood that. Like, even being younger, growing up around yes. like dudes that kind of was like that, like they went to that extreme, but like, you knew they was carrying guns and selling drugs and all that type of I stuff. I know nobody who pull out a gun and ain't anybody use it. I don't even exactly. live and be around people like that. That was the whole thing. Like, if you're going to pull your gun, you better use it. Exactly. That's literally the teacher when you get your CCW. Right. Do not brandish your weapon unless you're planning to use it. Why you need to see it? Why you need to know I got it? And you gonna see it when I pull it. Like I was just like I don't understand. Like it's a group of y'all niggas running around in the car and y'all running around with a gun, pulling it out on people, intimidating them for what? Like what do that do for, for you? what? Like how does that and make you? And then they tough? still not scared and they still talking to you all types of crazy. I was just like, uh, and taking you as a joke because he like, oh they ain't gonna do nothing. Exactly. That was baffling to me though. And then it was also like so, um, Ricky was planning to. 
go to college and play football. But he had to get a 700 on his to SAT. Yeah, he had to get a 700 on his SAT. Okay. I cannot believe they was letting him play in high school with a 2 point nothing. <laughs> well, you only got to have a 2.0 to play sports. That's a C, average. I thought they needed something better. That's a C, average. He passes. Barely? No, a D is barely passing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, because I got some C's, but, like, no, I need some A's in there, too, to throw around, put on, just make it look like I'm all straight C's, like, come on, I gotta get it. Two A's, a B, and, like, three C's, okay? We'll just give me no all C's. <laughs> With a 2.0, nothing, like, no. No, my GPA was always 3.0. If I had a 2.0, like, I'm gonna go like this, get out. No, it was people, like, low-key, when I was going to school, I just say people, like, my GPA at 1.0, I'm at 1.0. 1.0? about <laughs> why is your gpa all the way down there what are you talking about why right here <laughs> tell me i got a 1.75 what the oh how how why are you even coming they got three s <laughs> and four c's like why are you even coming why because what you doing would you get a good grade in jim <laughs> lunch <laughs> No, <laughs> but um. Anyway, so he had they went and took the test, and I also love that Trey's dad was like adamant about showing them different stuff. Like, come over uh, here and look at this, and let me teach y'all about this, and y'all can see about it. And you know, like I just love that because to a different type of hood and stuff like that. They they was acting like that hood was way worse than they hood. It was like, just was it? like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was like, it was so dope to so see. Then, right, he took them fishing. Yeah, yeah like they were just, just doing, things. yeah. Um, but at any rate, I hate fishing. girl, listen, hunty. I sit on the lake for four or five hours. Boy, come on, you caught one, let's go. <laughs> First of all, fishing is ghetto, and I would never go because it'd be birds over there. Shut up. Well, I had a friend, he liked to go on fishing, so he would go fishing at least once or twice a week. It'd be birds over there. <laughs> and I'm not touching them worms. Right, baiting them like, uh-uh, and it's wiggling. <laughs> and then when I put it on here, it's going to be dying. I was about to say that, I'm right? going to die. I'm like, a murderer no. now. And I ain't trying to be a murderer. So I'm not. Live bait, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't got no catnip or something? Like... <laughs> Give me some fish pellets or something. I'll no. use that. I don't know. Make them come to the top of I grab them up my hand. And then when the fish come out, you want me to touch it and take it off the take hook? Take it off the hook, yeah. <laughs> no. When I, mouth, you gotta be yeah. up there and be like... <laughs> like, when I... It doesn't have to be flapping and flapping because yeah, it ain't all the way like dead. I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. It's gonna be back in the water. <laughs> my boy, here you go, fish. Like, I, I saved you. When the fish come to me, it already be dead. No head, scales, skin, all that. Yes, okay. Well, be boned. I'm gonna turn. fire. Yeah, I got a battery, flip it down, season it a little bit, but, uh, you know, throw it in the fire, season it, fly it, fry it up, and Bam. put it on the plate with some hot sauce. Let's some go. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so now, I mean, we might as well get there. So, we get to the point where Ricky is in the house, his girl tell him she need him to go to the store to get some cornmeal. For the fish. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm like, I'm like a fish. 
So his mama like, would you just go get the girl the damn cornmeal, please? Like, he come on. To get no boy to go with him. Yes, and he tried to get him to go. Oh, no. yes. And he like, no, hey, she asked, asked me to go. Your wife asked you. He gonna just want that ain't my wife. And that even is your wife. Even in that moment, before he went to the store, they, they fought. They fought. That's why he made me think about my brothers because that's exactly what happened. People was like, no, your brothers, your brothers, y'all should be fighting. Y'all supposed to be loving each other. <laughs> But the the gag is like when it's family fighting, like mind your business. Mind your business. If you're not family, mind your business. Yes. Because you see what the family doing, minding their business. Exactly. Because the family know that this know. needs to happen. Yes. Let it happen. They don't get over it. They gonna be all right. They gonna be like cool when in you five minutes at your birthday when you and Michelle got into it. Nobody did nothing. Really. Everybody like no. They need to have this conversation. It needs to happen. And then y'all went upstairs. Y'all talked. Y'all came down. Y'all was cool. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we got this. I got this. <laughs> yes, uh, little <laughs> but then my thing was, so they go to the store, they get the cornmeal, but he got his milk and snacks and whatever the hell else he bought. And he bought a scratch off. off and he's scratching it. Off. Then they see the dudes, and the dudes like, oh, them niggas that was talking shit at the party. Like, bruh, y'all, like, why y'all ain't handle that at that party? Exactly. When um, that boy asked you, is there a problem? Y'all had guns? Yeah, this is a problem. Period. Y'all, and y'all and like, no, no, we good. And then y'all let it go. But then y'all see them niggas by themselves and y'all know they the lesser. Exactly. So y'all like, oh, we about to get these niggas. That's why I say I love Doughboy because even though, like, he just already knew. It was just ticked in his mind when he saw the car and he like, oh, no, Ricky, let me go get my brother. Exactly. And that's literally what I said. I'm like, Doughboy knew what was up when he seen them spin that block. Because they had already rolled around before they went to the store. Exactly. And then they came back. And then the dude was like, if they come back around here one more time, I'm about to like their ass up. Right. And then Doughboy like, shit, Ricky. Like, he already knew. Yeah. They kept going. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, Ricky. So he ran in the house and got that shit. Like, to go get his his brother. No, that thing was just like a minute off. Yes. But also, why did Ricky suggest that they split up? That was the I dumbest that too. I'm like, they shit to never me. Split up. And even Trey was split. like, no, like no, I don't no, think we should do that. Like, right. no, no. I'm splitting up. No. And the crazy part was they never made it away from each other too far. So far right. Like, if we're going to do anything, we can jump this fence or jump that fence, get up out the alleyway. And why the fuck was Ricky still scratching that damn scratch off? Like, these niggas not on your ass. Like, they on your right. ass. Put that in your pocket. <laughs> Think about your life. Like, dude. I was so upset. Like, I was like, Ricky, your death was sad, but it was your fault. Like, I'm going to be very honest. It was your fault. That part. Like, it was your fault. That part. It could have very much been avoided. You could have still been alive. But you was dumb. You, let's split up. Then yes. you scratching your scratch off. Like, these niggas not coming. And they coming for you. They coming for you. <laughs> like, what are like, you doing? Like, from the party. Like, what was the problem? Like, you it's not. What so, they lit his ass up. Uh, Trey run over there. Doughboy and them get Ricky! there. <laughs> Doughboy and them get there. And they already know. Doughboy, like, he gone. Like, like that's right. my brother. He gone. Like, then he like, let's take him to the house. And that shit pissed me off. When they got home, bruh. The girl, the, the wife, and the mama. Girl, because first girl. of all, my first thing was, oh, you see him shot up like this, you know he did. You can tell he's dead. Why would you carry your son, son over there? Over there. 
Like she said, give me the baby. Give me the baby. He don't need to be seeing it. And they all just immediately blamed Doughboy. Like, it was his fault. He was at the house. I'm about to say, don't y'all remember that he never left with him? It was just him and Trey walking down the street. Like, Doughboy just left five minutes ago. And y'all know this because y'all came outside when they was fighting. And y'all exactly. saw them walk away together. And y'all saw Doughboy sit on the porch. Right. Or whatever. He went back on the porch. You didn't see that? I'm like, dude, that pissed me off. Like, it, it really did. did. It like, pissed me off. They didn't remember that no boy never went with him. So it's his fault. Like, it wasn't even his beef. Exactly. On top. Like, it was already Ricky. And y'all automatically, because it was the some hood shit. like Ricky. Like, yeah. And because it was some hood shit, y'all automatically assumed that it was no boy fault. Exactly. But it wasn't. At all. It made me so mad. And then, um, I did love, like, it brought another scene up where... I love that Furious was on Trey ass. Like, no, give me that gun. You not you my son. You're not I'm no boy. Uh, uh, You're not, yeah. yeah. That scene was so powerful to me. Like, dude, you are my responsibility. Like, I get it. That's your friend. You sad. You hurt. But it's my responsibility as your father to make sure that you make it. Like, exactly. you're give me the gun. Even though that nigga it's ended not, up leaving anyway. <laughs> it's not true. It's not your life. Yeah. It's not that. But he ain't had no gun. Exactly, so, and the, what made that scene so dope to me is the fact that even though he was pissed about like how Ricky was trying to handle this, I mean Trey was trying to handle the situation, he still talked to him in a calm voice. He was not like, "Oh, you you ain't doing this or you ain't doing that." Like he was very much like in a caring tone. He still let that nigga he know he didn't want to yeah. go with the gun. He let that, him know that he cared about him yeah. and all of that. Like I was like, "Yes, that was amazing." And the fact that when he broke down after he gave him the gun, he he held him, he hugged him, he told him, I love you. Like, I'm like, dude, that, yes, that's what you need to see. Yes. I was like, that was, that was dope. Like, I'm going to let you do your thing, but I'm also going to let you know this. And that's the reason I think that he got out the car. I was just about to say that. That's exactly why he got out the car. Yeah, that's exactly why he got out. He lived by his father's words since the beginning of the movie. Yeah. My father said. That's exactly why he got out. And speaking of him getting out, I love that he came to his senses and got out the car. But I love even more that they didn't challenge him about wanting to get out the car. Exactly. Nobody they knew. knew. Him. Yeah, they knew. They all knew though. Like yeah, he ain't true. about That's this. Not, like this not, not he not he not that dude. Like we exactly. about to let him out and nobody about to challenge his loyalty. We not Nothing. we know right. like we know that he know down that for us. Like just a, yeah, just for him to be here. Like we was kind of like huh. <laughs> I was like I love that because. Moses be like, oh, you ain't down with us? Like, you ain't trying to, you ain't trying to go exactly. with us? Like, that, what you mean, yo? You ain't with the squad then, huh? Like, no. Like, like, no, you, you know, know I'm people. not. Exactly. Right. You know your friends. And I'm not even gonna lie. I love the fact that Doughboy was able to avenge his brother and not get killed. Yeah. Like, we didn't see him get killed. I was about to say. We weren't at, we, like, yeah. we didn't see that. We was able to see him kill the people who killed his brothers, and that was it. Like, we never saw Doughboy die, even though we know he did. Yeah. Uh, but also, when Trey made it back home, that scene was so powerful, even though there were literally no words exchanged. No, you knew what was being said. You understood everything that was being said in that moment between them two without them saying a word. And that is a testament to the acting of Lawrence Fishburne and Cuba Gooding Jr. Because that, that was so powerful. Yes. I was watching that like, oh this my Lawrence god! Fishburne in this movie was just a powerful. Yes, this was like everything. I love him, I but love he was him. on that stuff back then because like 
in higher learning, he was the professor. Um, so he was on that, like talking to uh Omar Good, Omar Good, Lord Jesus, Omar Epps <laughs> about like being more, you know, oh, aware. Being being more aware, he was talking to him about enlightening himself and doing the right thing, making the right choices and stuff like that. So back then, that's just what he was on. And then in school days, he was also very much about like, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that. And like so, right? Build a black community. Yeah. So he was all like in a lot of his roles back then. He was that's the type of role that he was carrying on and that he was taking. So I'm just like, listen, I love it. Okay. I love it, okay? But I also love Lawrence Fishburne as an actor. Dinner. Him and um, Angela Bassett. Yes. <laughs> she wanted, that was the dinner where she wanted to make Trey come home. Well, man, some grown man at this point. Like, I can't make him come home. Like, yes. It's his choice. And she was like, you cute, but you ain't. <laughs> uh, but then the I'm next day. crazy. The next day, that that another powerful scene with Doughboy and Trey. I love that. So when they talk, yes, it was like, like you, you still got one brother. Listen back. here, John Singleton was in his bag. Okay, in his bag. <laughs> and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I like boys in the hood a little bit more, but I ain't it again. <laughs> you I just got a new appreciation for it because yes, you know now. right. I'm like, I'm not watching it again. <laughs> but no, it was just powerful for him to be like. Because that was the first time you got to see Doughboy really be vulnerable and express no everything no that nothing. he was, was feeling. Like he was yeah, he was bare. He was like, and he was letting his soul be known. Like, he was telling him, like, look, I lost my brother. I ain't got no more brothers. I ain't never had a mama. Like, right. I don't got nobody like no more. Shit, eat you up inside once you yeah. do it and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. And then him even coming. three people that night. And then him even coming to Trey to tell him, like, you ain't belong there no way. Like, exactly. just to give him that final that verbal confirmation that i'm not mad at you or yes. i don't have no animosity towards you like we still good yes because you wasn't supposed to be there no you way supposed to be there anyway. like you i should have never let you in the car to begin with because you right. shouldn't have been there you, you wasn't supposed there. to be there um and then him walking away and then trey telling them like you still got one brother left like i was yes. like listen i ain't gonna hold y'all that brought you a smile today yes, and I'm like, <laughs> i was like whoo even though I knew like Doughboy was gonna be dead in two weeks, I was just like, "Bruh, I don't care." It was just I didn't remember that. Okay, I, mean, <laughs> I needed the last little credits. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Well, at least we ain't get to see it." I was very much upset that he died, but I also understood from the writer's perspective I mean, because yeah, from the writer's perspective, yeah. it made sense for him to die because of the way he was living his life. Like that's just how it go. Um and, and he was supposed to be, he was like basically the big wig because when stuff was happening and stuff was going down like when they he thought they was about to do the drive by he like the drive by he like get Chris up here mm-hmm. like he was always the one who was looking and searching his head was on swivel he was like on point with whatever mm-hmm. and so they knew if they got him out of here it would have been easy to take over or whatever the heck they wanted to do with yeah. these people and even though it was a hood movie. It still had messages. Like it was so many messages. Like the stuff that Lawrence Fishburne was talking about. Message <laughs> was in there. And then like just the overall like moral of the story. Oh, yeah. Like and for the time that this movie was made, this movie was very necessary. Definitely. It was definitely something that needed to be done. It was something Even that needed now. to be made. Yeah. Even now, like 
I think people, men particularly, should watch this. And I think that's why, like, so many of us relate to it because it is something that that's why so many ever men going over on. thirty probably feel like this. Yeah, way. like you don't see a lot of, not a lot, of men over their thirties and doing dumb stuff. Yeah, anymore. But it was definitely well done. Like, especially to have come out in 91. Definitely. It was very good. Replay value is high. But y'all just know me and my black trauma, so I'm probably not ever going to watch it again, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a great movie to go watch again. It is. Or watch the first time. It's a great movie. It is. Um, Especially if you understand it. Because now that I'm older and I'm able to put some stuff together, like I said, it was Definitely better than what I thought or yeah. what I remembered. I got a different perspective. I got a different light, a different mind towards it, but it's just you know, the black ghettoness. <laughs> not the black ghettoness, but because it's not us. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Speaking of, like, we can move into our topics. Um, and the first topic is because I know how you feel about like the quote unquote hood movies, and it's also how I feel. Um, how like would you like to see black people portrayed in movies instead of those stereotypical like old oh, hood dude, ghetto girl type roles? I want them to be portrayed like they are today, like actually successful black people, like. Yes, we go through stuff, but it ain't always hood stuff. It ain't always ghetto stuff. Right. We ain't always dealing with baby mama, baby daddy drama. That's not just our life. Like, yeah, because black people are more than just that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't... We don't need to be the hoods. We don't, don't need to be need, the slaves. Exactly. I don't need to see white people treating us wrong. I don't want to see that type of stuff where we get in the workplace and white people talking down on you. No, I don't want to see that type of stuff. All right, y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ciao. After technical difficulties, we're back. But, um, yeah, so, like we were saying, um, I just feel like black people don't need to be portrayed as slaves. They don't need to be portrayed as prostitutes, hookers, ghetto, drug dealers. Like, no, we can do more than that. We definitely do more than that. Yeah. As a people, and we're definitely past that yeah. era. Like, like, it's not the 50s, it's not the 40s. And then, knowing that, we ain't about to go into the backstory of how we even got drugs or nothing like that because you already know what it is. But we're past that. Yeah. Can we go to something else? Can we be a successful black people? Yeah. Like, I love the, Ray, the way Easter Ray is portraying us at this moment. Like, yeah. I love the way that she got black successful people are like, ain't nobody. Yes, her people like, Lauren, he's not, he wasn't really down or in the hood or doing nothing bad like that but he was yeah going through the motion because everybody got struggles himself right but you can struggle in a different way thank you that's what i was trying to say yeah your struggle doesn't have to be drugs or poverty it does not okay yeah your struggle can be i don't know what i want to be in my life or your struggle could be you in a job that you went to school for and you feel like you hate it and now you like do i make that decision to quit or do I stick it out because I got to pay my bills? Like, that's, that's a struggle. It don't or have to be. Or do I go back to school? Or yeah. do I just say, forget them and go to another job? Yeah. Because I know it's jobs out here that make you, like, Ashley, she ain't got her bachelor's degree or whatever like that. And so now they're asking her to go back to school. Yes, they'll pay for it, but they don't pay for it until 
after, after you graduate. Done. Yeah. And so then stuff like that, that come with the like, oh, but you also gotta stay here for two years or five years or however exactly. long I was saying, after we pay for it. Yeah. So it's just like we have those struggles. Yeah. Like we don't know where we should work or how we should work or what we should do or how to co parent. Those type of things. I don't think it should just be drugs and violence. That's why in my writing I'm very intentional about the things that I write about. Um It can you, just be like couples arguing over R and B music. Like it could just be like, you know Shout out to Jason. It could just be like something so simple. Like it doesn't always have to be combative. It don't always have to be blood and bang bang shoot them up. Yes. Okay, we are beyond yeah, that. We are beyond that. It is 2022. That movie came out 30 sure years it, ago. It was a totally different time. Black people than yeah. all of that. It's a totally. It was 30 years ago. Like 30 years is a very long time, and things have changed. Like black people are doing different things. Like we also know that black people had to adapt. Like I was about to say, like yes, there are still people out there like in that lifestyle. But, like, come on, bro. Like, that's not all we need to see all the time everywhere in the media. Exactly. Because that's not even all that we see outside in our life. So. Hello, look at that. And us. that's why we're becoming so angry at the things that we see <laughs> on TV. Because these are not the things that we are seeing and living in our lives every day. Two entrepreneurs right here. Hello. Damn. We black. We blackity black black. Thank you. Black Two or three black, income black, off, black, of black. Black, off of our entrepreneurship. <laughs> blackity black black. Black, black, black. black. Um, okay, that's crazy. You got that shirt on because I got this shirt on. Not today, Colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. So yes, in the future, do better. I'm working on better. Yes, okay. We know black people. screenwriters, black playwrights, yes. black directors, producer. Yes, we want to see. We know people who are we doing know, better. <laughs> but don't let them try to buy you out into changing your story into something different. <laughs> Period. That part. Um. All right. Moving on to the next topic that um <laughs> that I saw on social media today. Um. Don't cancel me. <laughs> so a man tweets a picture of his wife coming home after working a twelve-hour night shift at the hospital. She is now outside shoveling the driveway and he takes a picture and says even after working this 12-hour shift at the hospital last night she still finds the energy to come home and shovel the driveway i'm gonna go make her breakfast no you need to make your way outside help me shovel this driveway you should have did it before i even made it home how's that what do you mean if you would come uh, home at seven and it starts snowing at one. When was she supposed to come? Mm-mm. How we know Mm-mm. when it stops snowing? It usually snow when we sleep. Mm-mm. He was up to take that picture. He was up at two o'clock. Yeah, and the tennis. Yeah, and whatever it was. It wasn't. Sn- it was still snowing. It wasn't. But How you were know? still, but you were still woke when it wasn't snowing because you saw you had you had enough time to grab your phone and take a picture of her out there shoveling. You had time to throw some clothes on and go out there and help. Well, we talking equality, right? No, we not. Why not? So we are okay, not. So this is how equality works, huh? Equality only works when it's in the favor of the woman. Now you already know that's not me. You already know. 
I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure you it out. You already know because no want, women want equality. No, when it comes down to equality. Oh, ain't no gender roles. Ain't no this. A man no, no, can no. cook where you can shovel some snow. That's not why I said that he can shovel because he was a I'm man. Saying. I was saying he should have shoveled because his ass was at home. I was thinking whoever was at home was working, yeah right. if she was the one at home and he came home and she had to shovel, shovel she could have shoveled no she but, i mean she could have but as a woman if that was a man you would he would come home and shovel and be like oh then my man did this it would be like an all moment and then she's like oh, i'm about to cook him some breakfast not oh, me oh that's so cute but generally speaking, not me. Speaking on the social media platform, he came home driving with an already been shoveled. Because we already know how these, how these women. All I'm saying is, whoever at the home at the home when the snowing is happening, when it stops, you don't want to take your ass outside and you shovel. Especially if your spouse been at work for twelve hours. Man working. or woman don't matter. And but my thing was how they always be talking about oh it's equality, but everybody was so mad because in the comments they were mad because. It was a man taking a picture. I didn't even read the comments. Like, and I'm just like, really? Y'all, we, y'all talking about y'all want equality so much. I want to be paid the same wages. Y'all want to do the same thing. Oh, if he can pick up a hammer, so can I. Anything you can do, I can do better. Shovel that snow. And I've been that person that have been out there shoveling the snow. And don't nothing piss me off. Don't nothing, don't nothing piss you off more than being at work. All day and then coming home and having to shovel when there's people in the house. That part. That <laughs> I would have been listen. Cause some kids, some man, some girl, some mama, they would have been out there shoveling that snow. I would call my mama straight up, like, um, you didn't shovel the snow, you ain't put no ice out here, no mean no salt out here, like you just gonna let me come up and slip and slide. Cause what you been doing all day? Cause what you been doing all day, mom? Watching tennis, I will beat your ass and we're about to get a divorce. <laughs> Stop playing and then with me. And you had to comment on the, <laughs> the match. He told me I had to stay up for this one. Oh, but you couldn't stay up to go shovel that snow. It was still snowing. It was not. It was still snowing. It was not. It was not. I saw it. You did not. They in Boston. You it did not. Snowing. You did not. If I ain't see them ribs on that plate, you ain't see that <laughs> damn snow outside. <laughs> no. No. Bring that back. <laughs> no. Like I said, his ass was at home. At he should have shoveled. It was snowing. I remember, baby, because I looked out there. No. Nope. Oh my goodness, my baby got to come home to this. Nope. Because at some point it stopped before she came home. And he was on still the up. Drive home, it stopped. No. And he was still up. <laughs> and then. That was my thing. If you was up at 245. Why you ain't sleep? Tell so I'm about to make her some breakfast. Yeah, you put it to the been sleep, so when she came in the house, she wouldn't be so mad, like, oh, okay, he fell asleep. He's still sleeping. But I still would have woke him up to do it just because I work 12 hours. I'm going to sleep. So get your breakfast because I don't need it. Right. It's nighttime for me, it's bedtime. I want to go night. And then what do we do? We know, like, we don't even know, like, what he do. Like, maybe he'd be the one at home. Maybe he be the one at home, or maybe he work from home. Maybe he work. I'm about to say maybe he works from home. Maybe he's pulling in more money at home than she's doing on the street. That's why your ass need to be out here shoveling this damn snow. <laughs> I'm the breadwinner. Go shovel. <laughs> I'm. That's why he need to be out he there. Like, shoveling. I know my wife likes snow. I remember she liked Olaf. Maybe she. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Not today. No, you're Maybe not. Maybe you want to make a snow angel. Nope. Do you want to? I would have dumped some snow in? on his ass. I would have brought some snow in the house to drop on him. I have done that before. 
Because why the fuck would you do that to me? She didn't know. I would have been petty and pushed all the snow to his side where his car is. So now when you need to go somewhere, you can have fun shoveling your way out. And where was they at? Because they looked like they was in the townhouse. Because it looked like she was shoveling everybody's snow. She was just out there. Sis was just shoveling. <laughs> and it was... it was. And where did she get a shovel from if she can't come in the house yet? She went in the garage. And got out the garage. Sir, hey. <laughs> sir, shovel that damn driveway next time. I'm about to say, sir, to you, the specific one who wrote this tweet. Out here tweeting. Get out and shovel that snow. Stop playing with people. She worked 12 hours in the hospital. People that got COVID, Omar crying, Omarion, Blue Rona, and everything the fuck else that's out here. Yes, you independent. I don't need a man for nothing. Don't call nobody. Shovel that snow. Girl. Um, what a man she you literally out nothing. here fighting for her life every day and then you want her to come home and fight with the driveway <laughs> I'm fighting for my life every day she fighting congratulations <laughs> <laughs> moving on cause I ain't got time for Nikki <laughs> alright so for the last topic I do have two options do you want option option A or option B that you picking blind me <laughs> okay uh-uh you ain't got time so what's an album that you feel like people slept on or some albums that you feel like people slept on daniel jones not where i want to be <laughs> All right, so while she gathered her yeah, thoughts, like, she just made me. It just, it all, it all I'm gonna give you some time to the back of my mind. So when I did this, two albums immediately came to my mind. One because I was recently listening to this album, and I was like, "Yo, no, this album's still fire." Um, and that's the Evolution by Sierra. That's definitely slept on. That, All Sierra um albums are slept on. I that album. The, that whole album is no skips. That album, baby, None. listen. <laughs> My love. It's so hard, honey. Them was two top tier, top tier, and even um, what's the name of that damn song? So hard, you said. Yeah, I said so hard and my love, but I was thinking of the other song. Dance. Um. <sighs> Get up. I love that song. I found I myself. Me. I found I about to say, I found That's me. the one. I found myself. <laughs> that whole album, I, yes. I love Sierra. Any album she come out with, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm probably gonna buy it. I love Sierra. Yeah. Just because people be talking about so oh yeah, I need to buy her album. I did. <laughs> I sure did. Jackie and all. Even though Jackie wasn't one of my favorites, I still bought it. I will never forget when I got that album. I actually got it as a Secret Santa. Like, we did a Secret Santa thing. And I had put it on my list as one of the things that I wanted. And I got it. And I was like, I played that album out. Like, I played that album every day. <laughs> like, every day. Um, But then, the other album that popped into my mind was KTSE by Tiana Taylor. That definitely slept on. 
definitely was slept on. Because everybody was like, I didn't even know she had an album. Like, I didn't know she made music. What? Also, because people sleep on Talent Teller in general. Period. Right. But that album was good. Like, it was great. And even though it was only like nine to ten songs on there, that album was more like an EP. But it was still good. It was. And I love that album. I don't care. I was playing that album out too when it first came out. Like Jamila used to get in the car, like, can we listen to something else? Like, I don't I don't want to hear this. And I'm like, okay, but it's my car and we're gonna listen to what I'm gonna hear. Boop, boop. <laughs> like you're riding in my car with me. You're gonna listen to my music. If you don't like it, you're gonna always Uber wherever we're going. Just kidding. I love her. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that to her. But I did say we wasn't switching it. I'll be like, okay, you can switch it after this particular song. Um, but yeah, those were the two albums that came up in my mind when I thought about this question. Shut it down after All Star Weekend. 
That's probably what it's gonna be because they definitely not gonna lose out that money. <laughs> the All Star game over on Sunday. Soon as Sunday night, we're gonna get in the bulletin on the news. Right. Cleveland is shut the fuck down. Shut down. <laughs> we just had a whole bunch of people come in here. We yeah, don't know. A whole, <laughs> a whole heap of niggas. <laughs> shut Cleveland down. We are shut down. Please. <laughs> and she talking about she wanna go down there and go. I didn't say I want to go down there. Chocolate bar. You did. The oh, first time we, say well, I was like, when we heard the announcement that they was But then I here. said no. Because <laughs> remember I said I don't want to deal with that traffic. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Everything going to be booked and packed. And, uh, ugh, you That's know I hate I people. Saying. You know I hate crowds. <laughs> Ladies, get your appointments in now or the beginning of February. Ladies, leave your man. And I'm just like. <laughs> the club is full of ballers. What they is? Oh, girl. <laughs> Yo, we've been drinking. Sorry. <laughs> um, as club, she is neat. I'm just playing. Um, uh, sugar daddy. <laughs> but that's it for us. First podcast of the year. Uh, we do got some big announcements coming this year. So, y'all- yeah. Just make sure y'all follow us at Saints Under yes, Happy underscore New Year, Happy Birthday, Capricorns, and. And uh, like I always say, your startup just hasn't been discovered yet. Keep shining. Bye. Bye. You listen to scenes with sisters. You tuned in scenes with sisters. Turn it up in scenes with sisters. That's right. Scenes with sisters. You listen to scenes with sisters. You tuned in scenes with sisters. Turn it up in scenes with sisters. Come on. That concludes this week's dose of nostalgia. Tune in next week for some more. Bye.